Welcome to the New Bridge broadcast with the services from New Bridge Baptist Church, located on Cleveland Highway, one mile north of the State Patrol office near the entrance to Laurel Park. Pastor Milton Harris invites you to join them for their services all week long, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and on Wednesday night. Now let's join the services already in progress from the New Bridge Baptist Church of Gainesville. 1 Samuel chapter 30, and if you're physically able, would you mind standing in honor of the reading of the precious word of God? The thought that uh, the Lord has laid on my heart is actually in two parts, and we know, uh, good Lord willing, Brother Bob Sanders will be with us two weeks from today in the morning and evening service. I always enjoy him coming. Now, I'm going to say this because the Lord could change our mind this week, but we want to kind of hit on part one of this today, and hopefully the Lord let us come back here next week. If not, we'll go where he wants us to go, all right? First Samuel chapter number 30, let's begin with verse number one. And it came to pass, all right? Let's just set the stage for a second. David is running from Saul. And he's took his men, 
and he went into the land of the Philistines. David is not where he should be. <laughs> He's not trusting the Lord. Like, and don't you be hard on David. You and I get somebody, if uh, we get the king chasing us, we may go in the places we shouldn't go to. So don't be so hard on David. But here he is. He's gone, and he took his men where he shouldn't have went. And so as it came to pass, when David and his men were come to Ziglag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south, and Ziglag had smitten, and excuse me, and smitten Ziglag, and burned it with fire, and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captives. And it names them there. And let's hit verse number 6. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him. Now here's the men that's been going with him, that's been faithful, fought by his side. They're all so upset now, they're talking about stoning David. I won't know about you, but that would get any of us probably discouraged, wouldn't it? But I want you to see something here. Because the soul of all the people were grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. Here's the key. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. We're going to leave off reading there for now. Thank you for standing for the reading of the word of God. We want to look at encouragement or being encouraged. And today we want to look at the aspect of how to be encouraged. And then I'm hoping next week, the Lord willing, he'll let us look on how to be a good encourager. But today I want us to see how we can be encouraged. Luke's gospel records, and he spake a parable to them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. In other words, get discouraged and ready to just quit. Galatians 6, 9 said, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. There's times in our life it seems like that, especially in this Christian walk, that there will be things that will come in our life that will just take hold of us and, and it will discourage us. And it will affect that Christian walk. We don't realize it, but it will. It will affect our Christian work. It will affect our Christian witness. 
And I'm going to tell you what, it will ultimately affect our worship. So you and I need to be careful. I get discouraged about every day. But I'm glad that you and I can be encouraged. And there, the Lord has given us resources and taught us how we can be encouraged even in those darkest times. This is a dark time for David. His family's been taken captive. His own men are talking about killing him. I, I mean, I'm going to tell you what. David could have sat down and just had a pity party and nothing would have got accomplished. But the Word of God teaches us here that he encouraged himself, how? In the Lord. And let me say, the first thing that you and I need to look at is our sovereign or our Savior, and that's a resource and one that we can go to to be encouraged during our times of disappointment, uh, during our times of distress, during our times of being discouraged. David here, as he went to the Lord, as he went to the sovereign being, as he and you and I, we thank God we can go to the Lord, we can go to our Savior. And we see how David here began to be encouraged in this difficult time. Let me say, how can you and I, you say, preacher, that's well. How can you and I be encouraged in our Savior? Well, let me say, first of all, we can stop and we can look at past provisions that the Lord has provided. If we'll stop and we think back and we look in our life, there have been times I know in our life, there has been times of sickness. There have been times of sorrow. There have been times of suffering. There has been times of separation when family members have left. There have been all of these times in our life that might discourage us, might make us down. But you know, when you look back, you see through every one of them how the Lord came through and how the Lord was with us. I look back in 2013, I see how the Lord was with us. I go even further back when my father was passing and passed, on, passed away. And I'm going to tell you what, it was a dark time. It was a sad time. But you know, I look back how the Lord lifted us up and he brought us through. I think I may have shared this with you. We were going in for his service and I had agreed to have part. And I never will forget coming in behind the old casket and by the way, he wasn't in it. He was done going on home. But I remember coming in with my mom because uh, Lydia was going to be singing. They were already I coming in with my mom, and I'm walking down that aisle, and I'm thinking, Lord, I may have agreed to do something I cannot do. For the first time, I may be facing something that I cannot do. And I never will forget that walk from the pew up behind there. But it's like when I got here, it's just like the Lord just came on the scene. He won't let you down. And I'm looking back now, and I'm so thankful that I had part in the service to honor his life. I'm telling you, you look back in past provisions. You may look back <laughs> and when you've had some, you may have been blessed and never had any financial trouble. Boy, that is a blessing. But you look back in the financial, and you see how God has provided. You look back, and you just see over and over and over how God in the past 
has provided for you. I'm going to tell you what. When we go to the Lord and we, and we stop and we think about those past provisions, how the Lord has taken care of, that will encourage us to know, he said, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. To know he's there in our present circumstance. And he'll be there. Well, I'm going to tell you what, David knew that, and he looked back and seen how the Lord had delivered him. But secondly, how about the power of God? Does not the scripture teach us that all things are possible with God? Nothing shall be impossible with God. The only thing that when we look at the power of God and we look at things that uh, folks, when we say nothing's impossible in him, we don't want to be outside his will. But inside his will, nothing's impossible. In other words, the Lord has the power. Are you with me? To bring you through whatever you're going through now. And that ought to encourage us to know that he is there. He has the strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Through who? It ain't through Milton, but it's through Christ. He has the power. And so when we stop and we come to the Savior and, and we bring it to him in prayer and we realize those past provisions, uh, we realize he has the power to see us through no matter what we're going through, that will encourage us. But how about the promises of God? I don't know about you, but the promises of God. As we've already said, he promised his presence. He's promised all of these things to us. And he's promised he's coming again. I'm going to tell you what, he's coming again to take his children home. Praise God, I'm thankful for that promise, aren't you? They can have this old world. I'm glad we're heading out of here. We're not, hey, the church ain't going down, the church is going up. We're going up. And we look at all the promises God has given us in his word. And I'm going to tell you what, when we come to the Savior, we can be encouraged. And that's what David did. He come to the Savior and he was encouraged. He went. And he asked the Lord, should I pursue? And the Lord said, pursue. And I'm going, hey, David pursued him and his men. They overtook the Amalekites. They got back everything that they had taken, plus some. God rewarded him, didn't he? So I'm going to tell you what, when we trust the Lord, when we come to him, God will take care of it. He will keep his promises, all right? So we can be encouraged in, the, in our Savior. But I'm going to say this. Secondly, we can be encouraged in the Holy Spirit. You and I, the moment we're born again, according to what uh, Paul tells us in the book of Corinthians, that we're baptized uh, there into the family of God. The Holy Spirit that comes in and dwells us at very instance. We've got the Holy Spirit indwelling us. And let me say the Holy Spirit can encourage us. The Word of God says that John 14, 16, He said that I will pray the Father, and He shall give you another comforter, that He may abide with you forever. Jump down to verse 26. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. That word comforter, that's what I want to look at for just a second. The Lord Jesus said, I, I'm sending you the comforter. He's saying that comforter is the Holy Spirit. 
The word comforter there in the Greek is paraklete, which literally means, now get this, it literally, and I thought this, I don't know about you, but I got excited when I saw this. Advocate, strengthener, encourager, one who gives aid. So you and I, we've got these resources. How can we be encouraged? We can go to the Savior, but we can also trust the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. Trust Him. He is the encourager. He dwells in us. We uh, have a message there talking about how the Holy Spirit helps us in our prayer life. Well, I'm going to tell you what. The Holy Spirit helps us in all of our Christian walk if we will just let Him have control. Be not drunk with wine where is in excess, but be ye filled with the Holy Spirit of God. That word filled there literally means controlled or controlled by. What the Apostle Paul and the Lord is telling us, allow the Holy Spirit of God to have control of our life. When you and I get discouraged, when you, we get distressed, maybe feel defeated, if we turn to the Lord, we let the Holy Spirit of God have control, and the Holy Spirit of God will come and speak peace to our heart. And will, hey, I don't know about you, but that will encourage us. So be encouraged. Hey, we have the Savior, we have the Holy Spirit. But how about the Scriptures? In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, I love it. I love that Scripture. The Lord's coming back. The dead in Christ shall rise first. That means those old saints that have went on. Hey, listen, they're sowing spirits in the presence of the Lord, according to 2 Corinthians 5, 8. And the Lord said he's going to bring them back with him. And I don't know how it all going to work. I just know the word of God says it's, it's going to work that way. Hey, there's going to be a new glorified body come up. Praise God. Those sowing spirits in there. And then we're going to be changed and we're going to meet together in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. I don't know about you, but it excites me to think about I'm going to meet my loved ones. It excites me to think about I'm going to have a new, going to have a new glorified body. Praise God. But you know what excites me? I'm going to get to meet my Savior face to face. And I'm going to be in His presence forever and ever and ever and ever. Forever He's, that's where I'm going to be. Isn't that wonderful? It's what the Word of God says. And he says, wherefore, verse 18, wherefore comfort one another with these words. I'm going to tell you what, when you and I get discouraged, not only do we need to turn to the Savior in prayer and allow the Holy Spirit to have control to encourage us, but I'm going to tell you what, we need to go to the Word of God. And the Word of God will open up to us. Have you ever just been down and out? I don't know about you. Maybe I'm the only one that ever gets there. You get down and out, and you get in the Word of God, and He'll have you turn to a psalm or something or other. You get to reading that psalm, and you realize, hey, you know what? The psalmist is going through a lot of what I'm going through, and how the Lord out there will just take His Word, and how He'll just take it and use it to encourage us. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. The Word of God will encourage us. I'm going to tell you what, lots of times... We neglect the Word of God, 
and uh, we get in trouble. We need to get back in the Word. Amen. <laughs> well, let me say, fourthly, right quick, and I'm trying to hurry. I'm, I'm moving on. I'm just talking about how you and I can be encouraged. You say, preacher, why? I, I'm, does any, has anybody watched the news lately? Oh, boy. I'll I, I tell you what. Uh, we were talking about blood pressure medicine. If I watched the news all the time, I'd have to double it or triple it. Because it, I mean, you look around and you see things that are going on. You see how people are, re I, I, you know what I'm saying? I, people are just, I, I don't know. I don't understand where they're coming from. But I'm going to tell you what. Be encouraged. The Lord has not lost control. God's got a plan. It's all fitting together. And we shouldn't be down and out. We should be excited because I think we're close to going home. You say, Preacher, I've heard that 50 years. You may hear it another 50. I don't know when he's coming, but he's coming. Amen. He's coming. But, say, situations sometimes can encourage us. Sometimes situations will discourage us, but sometimes situations will encourage us. Okay, preacher, what's some situations that will encourage you? I'm going to tell you what, you get in a good church service, will that not encourage you? I know a lot of you was encouraged because we didn't preach last week. I know. Yeah. But you get in a good church service. Would that not encourage I, I don't know about you. I can come in feeling blue, kind of feeling down. The Holy Spirit of God get in here and get to working in the song service and things begin to happen. I don't know about you, but that encourages this old boy. It ought to encourage you. I'm telling you what, uh, people get saved. It's encouraging, isn't it? We left Bible school on that Wednesday night. As I said, I didn't even flip the braves on me, and the Lord just had a hallelujah time going home because of the souls that had come and got saved. Praise God. Amen. That's encouraging, isn't it? And I don't know about you, but when I hear about people getting saved, I don't have to be in the service. When I just hear about it, that encourages me. I want to tell you what, uh, people getting their hearts right with God, that's encouraging. Right? That's encouraging. <laughs> How about when the Lord answers prayer? Don't give up. Had a little lady, uh, former church, prayed for years for her husband to come with her to church. She didn't give up. She kept praying. One Sunday morning I stood up and I looked back and I remember the former church. It was back on this side back there and there he sat. He got up that morning and said, I decided I'd go with you. And she was glowing and gloomy. I mean, I won't tell you what she was in glow. If she'd have been a flower, she'd been in full bloom. Amen. She was so excited. Years and years she'd been praying. And for the next four to five months or so, every Sunday he'd come right there with her and sit. He'd come right there with her. And then he passed away. 
Well, you thought she was going to be down. She said, the Lord heard and answered my prayer and gave me these months of us coming. She said, praise the Lord. She was thankful. That was encouraging. I'm going to tell you what, don't give up. Keep praying. Keep praying. Amen. God still hears and answers prayer. And I'm going to tell you what, that's encouraging, isn't it? That's encouraging. All right, lastly, how else can you and I be encouraged? Well, I'm going to tell you what, the saints can encourage us. We can be an encouragement one to another. In the book of Acts, I'm going to be getting a song ready. I'm not, and we're going to go there, Lord willing. If I'm still here and the Holy Spirit still leads, we'll go there next week in the book of Acts chapter 11. A great work is happening. The word has come back, pardon the expression, but the mother church at Jerusalem, where the headquarters was. Word has come back that there's something going on in Antioch. And the church says, well, let's find out if this is genuine or not. Let's find out what this really is. And they sent a man by the name of Barnabas over there, didn't they? I don't want to preach next week, but anyway, they sent him. And he got over there, and he, got, he experienced the work. And what does the word of God say he he encouraged them to continue in the work. He, he actually went and got Paul and came back and stayed with them and worked with them. I'm going to tell you what. We can encourage one another. I, I'm going to read this right quick. I said I wasn't, but I'm going to. Hebrews chapter number 10, very familiar verse of Scripture. Verse 25. We'll look at some more of this, Lord willing, next week. He says, Not forsaking the assembling of, your, of ourselves together, as a matter of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. A lot in that. Paul, or whoever the writer of Hebrews is, we don't know whether it's Paul or not. There's an argument in both sides. We won't go back. But anyway, the writer of Hebrews, as the Lord's led him, has gave us a command to be in God's house. And in that, the writer is saying here, as you see things developing, well, I'm going to ask you something. Are things developing over in the Middle East? Is things developing around that would lead us to think, hmm, could be any time? But he said, exhorting one another, encouraging one another, encouraging one another. Now, I, if you're tuning in on the live stream, thank God for you. I appreciate it. And I know some, like my little old mom and Paul and Dormain, some of them are not physically able to be here. And I thank God for the live stream. And that's wonderful for those folks. But I'm going to tell you what, you cannot enjoy the fellowship through the live stream the same as you can being in God's house. 
It's an encouragement. Did you know it encourages your pastor when he stands and he, and he sees people sitting in the pews? Did you know it encourages the youth director when he or she, when they're working, they see people coming and being involved? It encourages the ladies' circle when the ladies get involved. It encourages us in the choir when people get up in the, in the choir. It encourages the Sunday school teacher when people come to Sunday school. You and I encourage one another more than we realize. And I want to tell you what, getting to fellowship with you and speak to you encourages me. You, you are a blessing. And that's why he's saying here, and there as saints, we can encourage one another. And what a blessing it is and what an encouragement it is when we come to the house of God and we're able to lift up one another. We're able to encourage one another. We're able to share burdens one with another. Praise God. Thank God for the house of God. Thank God for the church. And, and as we come, that is a, a way that you and I can be encouraged. I'm going to tell you what, when it comes to God's house, I get encouraged. Amen. You say, well, preacher, you preach too much. You get on my toes. Amen. I'm going to tell you what, get right and it'll be an encouragement. Amen. You're too long-winded. You pray, Lord. Hey, we just want to go as long or short as the Lord would have us go. Oh, me. How to be encouraged. We're living in a time, faint not, but we can be, we can be, praise God, we can be encouraged this morning. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville.